0: These are the Daily Tech headlines for Monday, May 15th, 2017. I'm Rich Straffolino. Ransomware called WannaCry infecting computers in over 99 countries over the weekend, including the UK, US, China, Russia, Spain, Italy, Vietnam, and Taiwan. The malware is distributed on Windows machines on the same network, encrypting drives and requiring a payment of $300 to $600 in Bitcoin to decrypt. WannaCry takes advantage of the eternal blue Windows vulnerability, MS17010, in the Windows Server Message Block service, which was patched by Microsoft back in March. The UK's National Health Service, Spain's Telefonica, and FedEx were all partially incapacitated as a result. Microsoft subsequently released security patches for out-of-service versions of Windows, including Windows XP, Windows 8, and Windows Server 2003. Spread of of WannaCry was slowed, however, after a malware researcher known as MalwareTech found a gibberish URL in the code for the ransomware. MalwareTech was able to register the domain. When WannaCry checked the URL and and found it active, it would not spread to that system. It is unclear why this URL call was put in place initially. The Wall Street Journal reports that Nintendo will release a Legend of Zelda game for mobile, Sources say the game will be released after the already announced Animal Crossing game, which is expected to be released in the second half of 2017. Nintendo and DNA are developing the game after already collaborating on Fire Emblem Heroes, Mitomo, and Super Mario Run. The Writers Guild of America outlined a three-year contract that, if ratified, would pay increased residuals to writers on streaming content. The increase ranges from $3,448 to $34,637 more per episode, depending on the length and size of the streaming service. The new contract must be ratified by GIL members, and voting concludes May twenty-fourth. Steve O'Hare at TechCrunch reports on Silk Ventures, a $500 million venture capital fund backed in part by the Chinese government and offering connections to Asian-facing markets. The fund will announced its first investments in July, but said it isn't targeting specific verticals, citing anything from Internet of Things to robotics and medtech. 50% of the fund is backed by the Chinese state-owned Asset Supervision and Administration Commission, with other investors to be named in July. The fund will initially act as an accelerator, connecting startups to corporate resources without taking an equity stake. Apple agreed to acquire Lattice Data, a company that uses AI inference engine to convert unstructured data into structured data, which can more readily be read in a database and analyzed. Twenty engineers from Lattice Data will join Apple. Lattice was founded in 2015 as a commercialization of the MacArthur Genius Grant-winning Deep Dive project out of Stanford. Sources told TechCrunch's Ingrid London that Apple paid around $200 million in the acquisition. Toshiba's sale of its semiconductor business has been delayed due to a dispute with Western Digital. Western Digital owns part of a Toshiba semiconductor factory in Japan and claims that bringing on a new owner without its consent represents a breach of contract. Western Digital took the complaint to the International Court of Arbitration to adjudicate the dispute. It is unknown if Western Digital has made a bid itself to buy part of Toshiba's semiconductor business. Ride-hailing company Lyft and Alphabet's self-driving car tech subsidiary Waymo entered into an agreement to work on autonomous vehicle pilot projects and product development. While no details were released on upcoming projects, Lyft has previously stated they have no plans to develop their own self-driving car technology. The company has previously partnered with GM to test autonomous Chevy Bolts on its network. A new survey sponsored by the Internet and Television Association found that 61% of respondents strongly or somewhat support net neutrality, with only 18% opposing. The survey also found 53% of respondents approved current light-touch regulation, similar to existing FCC rules, which prohibit blocking, throttling, or prioritization of content with case-by-case enforcement by regulators. 25% said the government should not regulate the Internet at all, and 12% said the government should regulate prices and conditions for access. The survey polled 2,194 registered American voters. The Fraunhofer Institute, a patent holder for MP3 encoders, announced they will end their licensing program for the audio format, citing more modern audio codecs with better fidelity and features gaining prominence in the market. Their MP3-related patents also expired, leaving little legal framework to continue collecting licensing fees. Mike James at iProgrammer also notes that, as a result, Red Hat Linux will now ship an MP3 encoder directly in their distribution. Samsung Electronics and Intel both filed amicus briefs in the FTC's lawsuit against Qualcomm. Both briefs allege Qualcomm's patents on fundamental smartphone chips and functions prevent them from competing fairly in the market, with Intel unironically citing, an interlocking web of abusive patent and commercial practices by the company. The next hearing in the case is set for June 15th. And finally, Intel quietly shipped its last processors based on the Itanium architecture, a 64-bit design originally released in 2001 to replace x86 in high-end workstations and servers. The Itanium 9700 series are socket-compatible with previous generations and feature up to 8 cores on a 32-nanometer process supporting DDR3-1067 memory. RIP. Thanks for listening to us on Anchor, and don't forget to favorite the station. You can also make call-ins, and we'll play them on the show. Daily Tech Headlines is only supported by you, the listener, so thank you. If you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash DTNS. Tom will return tomorrow, so from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, have a super sparkly day.